Welcome to Church Nerds Rewind, where we bring you a classic episode from Bubba and Anna on many different topics. Today, we're going to bring you episode 15, Quarantine Happies and Crappies, because frankly, there's many of us that are still kind of in lockdown, especially if you're up there in Canada, Quebec, goodness gracious. Maybe we just need a little bit of reminder, some good things about the quarantines, and maybe some camaraderie over the crappy things. Let's have some fun. Let's go back in time. Here we go! Hey there, my name is Bubba, and for my wife, Anna, you are tuned into Church Nerds, a back row morning show. Now, this show is made possible by listeners just like you and a strong partnership between Back Row Radio and Love Thy Nerd. For those of you who don't know who we are or what you're actually listening to, I am a founding member of the aforementioned Love Thy Nerd, which is a ministry that exists to love and serve our nerdy neighbors. And I have almost eight years of nerd culture missions and over a decade as a professional Christian on church staff. My wife, Anna, is a homeschool mom of three, an avid sewer of masks. Hopefully that project is going to go the way of the dodo bird here pretty soon. She's also a very talented childcare worker who just recently became the craft aficionado and face on video, as well as a book reader for children on Ye Olde Internet. And she does a myriad of other things. Every time she does this intro, it is something different, and I love that about her. And sometimes I learn new things. She also has a little bit of a missions arm to flex as well. She spent a year doing mission, like inner city mission in Chicago, and she has been my wife for the whole time we have been married. Um, So anywhere that we've been doing church, she's been right there in the trenches doing the work with me. Now, you're probably wondering yourself, why am I listening to you and not her talk about what she does? Well, um, we recorded this, and sometimes things don't go as planned. So, when we recorded this intro, which was great and awesome, and I'm so sad that you don't get to hear us talk about running around in Animal Crossing and... um, not being able to catch butterflies or scorpions or, you know, all the crazy things that we talked about, it, it went awry is what happened. So sit back and you're going to get a chance to enjoy the rest of the show with her on it. But for right now, I'm just going to kind of lead you in to some of the things that we're going to be talking about today on the show. So we are coming out of quarantine. The world is starting to open up. And here in Church Nerds, we have done a series of episodes almost the whole time, specifically on how you can get through this quarantine period, because it's been tough for everybody. It's no secret. There have been some really dark things that have happened during this time. We want to talk about how to leave those behind. There have also been some really shining moments, and we want to talk about how to carry those out of our quarantine situation. So, 
Regardless of what side of the line you fall on, whatever your political affiliations are, we're not going to get into any of that. Never are we going to get into that. It's not a thing that Anna and I do. We don't choose political sides. We don't do anything like that. But we do understand the world that we live in, especially living here in the United States where Anna and I live. It is a thing that we deal with on a daily basis, and we have so even more now since the pandemic has started. So um, it is May as we are recording this, and in Texas anyway, we are starting to open up. We're kind of cresting the hill a little bit, as it were. And we want to share some of the ideas that we have for how to come out of this. Now, it's not exhaustive. You're not going to probably learn anything revolutionary, but the whole point of the podcast is that you get a little bit of insight into how Anna and I think, and hopefully we can impart some of that wisdom and discernment onto you and your family or your group or whatever. So I'm not going to hold this on any longer. Um, I could ramble on. This is what I do. But what we're going to do is we're going to take a short break, and when we come back at the top of the hour, after you have plenty of time to hear some fancy schmancy tunes here on Back Row Radio, we're going to talk happies and crappies, high, low. What are we taking out of the quarantine here in 2020? And just like the man said, we'll be back with more Church Nerds Rewind in just a bit. You'll relive this classic episode of Church Nerds with Bubba and Anna. Uh, Believe it or not, Anna, we'll be back here in the next segment. Uh, Until then, stick around. We'll be back right here on LTN Radio. I'm sorry I was so grumpy. It's just... I'm sad that I have to leave before doing all the human things that I wanted to do. I wanted to get my hair wet. I wanted to pull a hamstring to learn the difference between toward and towards. I wanted to do that thing where you walk down the hallway and someone else is walking the other way and then you both lean to one side and then the other and then you both chuckle over your shared foible. I wanted to get a rewards card, any rewards card. I wanted to eat a saltine. Oh, I actually have some saltines. Here, try this. Pretty dry. I'm too salty. Well, going out on a real low note here. Okay, bye everyone. In the seventh episode of the first season of The Good Place, we see Michael realizing that the problems being caused in the Good Place neighborhood that he created were likely caused by him. And so he's decided that he must retire. And while we won't get into exactly what retirement means in this scenario, suffice it to say, he's regretful of all the things that he didn't get to accomplish. That's something that all of us tend to deal with in our lives. We look back on times that have passed and thought, man, if only I'd have done this, if only I could have done that, things could be so much better now. Now, looking back and evaluating our mistakes in the past is is not necessarily a bad thing. In fact, that can actually help us spur forward to do the right thing in the future. But when we live looking back in the past, regretting the things that we did or didn't do, 
that's when things start to go downhill for us. Because see, when we live in the past, we live in denial. We live in depression. We live in anxiety. And doing that for such an extended period of time, well, that is going to affect our daily lives. And trust me, people notice. What's uh, happening, buddy? You have a crazy look in your eye and you're retreating into your shirt. You're kind of like turtling. In Philippians 3.13, we see Apostle Paul say to the church of Philippi, brothers, I do not consider that I've made it my own, but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead, I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. What he's saying is, I'm not going to dwell on the past. What I did in the past, the mistakes that I made back then, I'm not going to live there anymore. Instead, I'm going to look forward to what God has for me in the future, and I'm going to work towards the goals that he has laid at my feet. That should be the goal that you have for your mental health and your spiritual journey. And oftentimes that's going to require some outside help, whether that just be a few friends to lean on or professional therapy. Some cases, even medication is required to overcome a depressive state that we've let ourselves stay in for too long. But never give up striving for that future. That way, the devil have one less button to push. Oh man, I wanted to push that button. Catch a new Back Row Binge Watch every Monday on the Back Row Morning Show, only on LTN Radio. Welcome back to Church Nerds Rewind, where Bubba and Anna are going to be bringing you a classic episode from uh, earlier th- earlier last year, I guess, or earlier on, about, I guess it was midway through our first national quarantine time, lockdown time, where uh, they're trying to find the good and the bad, you know, c- commiserate with the bad, and, and uh, help you find the good in the lockdown times. But first up, let's commiserate. Let's uh, revel in our collective crappiness of quarantine. Here we go. Welcome back to Church Nerds, and today we are talking about high-low, or as we like to call them, happies and crappies. Um, That's where we take a look at the best and the worst, and in this case, we're talking about quarantine, because that is the thing that everybody has been dealing with. And like you, we know that we're in it. We're about sick and tired of talking about it. But what we want to know is what worked and what didn't work. So those are some of the things that we're going to talk about. Um, whatever you want to call it, it doesn't matter. We're just going to try and help you get through it. But before we do that, you know what time it is? Peanut butter jelly time. No, 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 stop. Uh, no, last episode, we promised that we were going to do a giveaway of. We say a lot of things that we don't do. Egg farmer. Oh, yay. Egg so, farmer. Egg farmer from Milwaukee games. It's a quick little two to six player card game for 
ages seven and up, mm-hmm. and you're collecting eggs. You're defending hen houses from foxes. It's simple. It's fun. It's beautiful. Um, published in 2019. Ah, the UK, year of our Lord. Yeah. UK publisher Watkey Games. Uh, and so we promised that we were going to have a secret keyword secret, or passphrase that, especially if you are listening live on backrowradio.com or the Live 365 app, you're going to have the best chance to win this game because the first person to give us the keyword or phrase that you're about to hear right now. Or $20. Or t- <laughs> um, Okay. Are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. The first person to give it to us is going to be the winner. Okay. Okay. Ready? Go. No, you're going to oh, do it. I, I, well, I thought we were just going to wait for them yeah. to. Okay. <laughs> okay. So the the passphrase is actually the answer to this riddle. Okay. Butterfly in the sky. I can go twice as high. Take a look. It's in a book. What am I? <laughs> Why are you Please laughing? This t- is very I'm serious. Just, in my mind, I'm like, everyone should know this, but what if someone doesn't? I'd, hey, you gotta you gotta know these things. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, if you listen live on backrowradio.com or through the live three sixty five app and you search for backrow radio, you have the best chance. Yes. And you could be a winner of this awesome game. You could be a winner, so but if good. you're listening to the podcast thank you so much mm-hmm. but you could also already be a loser that's <laughs> true sorry guys yeah we warned you last time yeah so this show airs at 10 a.m eastern time pacific time 10 a.m on a coast of some sort you can go to backrowradio.com they have all of that information there yes 10 yes. a.m eastern 10 a.m eastern like i said i knew it i knew it the whole time i was just Wasn't making even a... sure because suddenly i was second guessing myself yeah i definitely didn't get cross eyes from you and then have to <laughs> ramble until you found out what the time was it was fine it was no big deal but if you listen to our show live on backrowradio.com or like i said the live 365 app on your phone or mobile device or blackberry um, um uh, blackberry that's still a thing oh, right your man. razor that they, they brought the razor they back they did bring their razor back um, your nokia brick phone that mm. used to you thought it only played snake hey maybe you can listen to this radio station on there maybe so who knows yeah. i don't know who can tell but if you do that you're going to get a chance to win these games early where do they send the passcode riddle the answer, answer to my my riddle Yes. Um, yeah, you're going to want to go ahead and send the answer to churchnerds at lovethynerd.com. Send us an email. Yes. Or a text message. If you have our phone number, you could text message us, yeah. but we're not going to give that out wow, right here right Wow, look at that. That's, <laughs> a, that's a, a, a like a really like insider move for people Is that it, know us. I Well, we just haven't gotten very many emails. Yeah. So I just don't think people like sending emails. So if Hogwarts owls work better for you. We're almost done with Harry Potter. The Sorcerer's Send us Stone. one of those. Or you mentioned carrier pigeons. I did. I did say that. You earlier. could send that. That's what made me think of the Hogwarts owl. Smoke. Smoke signals. Signals. Uh-huh. Or like I said, $20. <laughs> I'll, I'll send you my Venmo and we can get this figured out. Like it's, or they could send that $20 to Watkey Games. Yeah. I mean, like you, I guess you could. That's a fair point. <laughs> if you don't win, yeah. buy it. <laughs> I, think, I think it is $20, honestly. 
But do us a favor, send us your answer, um, which if, if you don't know it, just Google that, what I said and you'll come up with it. You will definitely find yeah. it. This is not meant to be hard. This is meant for us to give you a game that we think should live at your house. Um, so yeah, send us an email, churchnerds at lovethynerd.com or contact us in any way that you can. Yes. We also really would still appreciate it if you went over to, you know, iTunes, not, it's not iTunes anymore, Apple Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, all the play, any place that you are listening to us and rate and review the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, we will be doing that something be with great. that coming up. We tried to okay. do something with it before. We're going to keep trying to do stuff with it because we really want to drive you guys to that. That's an easy way for you guys to help us get in other people's ear holes um, because I can't do it. Okay. Well, all right. So let's talk about the crappies. So these are some of the things that we personally have found difficult about the shelter in place lifestyle that we have been living, that we are ready to ditch. It's uh, we, I think we mentioned this several episodes ago, but it is not shelter in place. Remember, I told you you had to tape your doors if it was shelter in place. Well, it's not quarantine. This is it's self-isolation. Yeah. Quarantine is when you legit cannot go anywhere. Can't go anywhere. And you're like, yeah, because you've been exposed. Right. That's quarantine. This is not that. This is all voluntary. Yeah. It's fine. Well, for some people. Oof. But anyway, yeah. what's been hard? So I got a big one. I'm just going to start it off. Yeah, it is big. It's it, it's it, it just keeps getting bigger. It just does. I am ready for a haircut. <laughs> it guys, it is rough in the streets. I want to say thank you first of all to everyone who has seen me on a Zoom call or um, a Skype session or any kind of video chat and has not mentioned the hairband that I've been wearing. So it started out as one of our daughters pink mm-hmm. headbands mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that all of a sudden I just started seeing you wearing it everywhere and I'm like why are you doing that and because you just cannot handle the no. hair no everywhere. it's too much I was on a love thy nerd staff meeting call the other day and they were like they brought it up because those guys are buttholes sometimes and they want to <laughs> point stuff out and so they were like, hey, what's up with your headband? <laughs> and I was like, well, you're three weeks late to the party. You've seen this headband. That's true. <laughs> um, but I was like, it, it's long. It's very long. And I pulled it down and my hair goes, I almost put my hair in my mouth, rolling it forward. That is too long. Long enough to actually grow out bangs, which is one of the most notoriously annoying processes for girls who get who have that moment where they're like, oh, I think bangs would be cute. Spoiler alert. I think bangs are cute. I love them and never regret them. And I am not being like ironic or funny or anything. I love bangs. I I love them on you. I don't want them. Every once in a while, I have to grow them out because it's hot because the summertime, you know. And the growing out process is yeah. the worst part of it, and you've been through it now. Yeah, I mean, so I'm glad we have that in common. I said for weeks, I'm 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 like one week away from shaving my head, and <laughs> I am, don't, don't I am, it. I'm still, oh, I'm no. still one week away from shaving my head. Wait. Okay, so that's one thing I have to give you, everybody. He's not wearing a pink one anymore. I bought him a black like fitness exercise one. It's almost like cool. You didn't men buy me headed. one. 
You had it. I stole it from you. I bought you. Did you really? <laughs> yeah, I oh, did. did you lose the other one? Well, the uh, one got lost, so I bought you an identical one. Oh, I didn't yeah. notice that. Yes, the, it, that's I, what happened. It was tighter. That makes a lot of sense. Yep. I thought you just washed it. Nope. <laughs> I straight up. You're like, hey, your assignment today is to make me a headband. And yeah, what you like, could have done. Here you go, H-E-B. Here's my money. Oh, well. I'm not making a headband right now. I also, just real quick, it's not doing any favors to my hairline. Um, because the headband? Yeah, that's another you think reason you're losing your hair. No, I know that I am. Oh. I don't, I don't think I'm losing it forever. It's not like friction burn or anything, but I think, you know, it just, it pulls mm-hmm. back on the hair. Hey, stop. Don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. Okay. <laughs> well, we, we don't have to keep talking about that. It, okay. it is what it is. I need my barber back. I can deal with my beard because I mean, I'm a mountain man. All right. You know, you know me. I wouldn't define you as a mountain man. Well, but that's... you don't have to. I will do that. Okay. Okay. Whatever. I'm a man's man. Okay. And so I can deal with my beard. That's fine. The mop top can't. <laughs> well, you know what? Also can just stay behind mm-hmm. and may not, but probably, it would be awesome not, if could. it would. Is all of the polarizing, like, hashtag COVID conversations that are, I mean, everybody just has really big opinions. It's all these things that they're like public safety versus economic, like economy versus environment versus, you know, just, um, you know, small business or farmers or whatever it is. And, and, and like nobody agrees, nobody knows what's going on yeah. and it just gets very heated very quickly. You either love people or you hate people. You either people want everybody to, to be rich other. or you want everybody to be poor. It's like there, there is no like middle ground. Your body is more, people, people are more important than your paycheck. Yeah. Um, but then people are in depression and killing themselves and all kinds of different yeah. things that like, it's hard, it's hard to factor in all of the things mm-hmm. when you're just having a conversation, but somebody always gets hurt. Like that's the, always. it's just, yes. and I'm just done. I, yeah. It's annoying. Ready for that to be done. Yeah. Let's, I don't want to say get back to some understanding because, you know, party lines are not going anywhere for a while. It, well, it, and that's the weird thing about it is that rolling into an election. All year of here. this has been it always goes on about something. But this has been like fruit basket upset. Oh yeah. In that people who were definitely all on the same side are now like pitted against each other. Like they they loved Trump. Now they hate Trump or you know well, vice versa. We're seeing it in the Christian crazy. community a lot. And I know a lot of the listeners are seeing it as well because if you even go to a church, you have seen these people in your Facebook feed or Twitter or wherever. Um, It's you are either living in fear or you're living in faith. And so what's happening is the church body itself is being pitted against itself. Yeah. And that that was one thing that I added to this list is like, I am so over that because I've been sewing masks, so many masks. Obviously, I'm going to wear one when I go into public to yeah. do my grocery shopping. The library, I was there today, and there's a lot of places that are like, if you come here, please, yeah, please wear a mask. So I have them, obviously. I'm going to wear them. And But it's like when I'm around certain people and I have a mask on, I am judged that I'm living in fear somehow. Yeah. And I'm like, that's not 
really what's happening right now? Yeah. Thanks for giving me the benefit of the doubt, though. I appreciate (laughs) that. It's annoying. And it's, I don't want to say hurtful because I just, like, my identity is not tied up in necessarily what somebody thinks because I'm wearing a mask. But it is, like, just one more draining thing, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, these are conversations that can go the way of the dodo bird, which is to... Be a flight it's attendant, pilot, and airlines in extraordinaire in Animal, Animal Crossing. So yeah, well then I'm never gonna play yeah. it again. <laughs> um, yeah. How about uh, the thing that I am ready to be rid of is no small group meetings. Yeah. And no game nights. Uh, it has been that's not, not, not been having very fun. Not having our community stuff. And we've done Sucks okay. We've done okay. Time. Like we've done better than some people, but it, man. I miss that. Yeah. It's hard. We love our people. We love them. We really do. Yes. And crazy, they love us. I can't figure it out. <laughs> um, but we do. And we've actually seen a lot of them over this time period. We've They've done a lot of drive-bys and we've met with them. And, you know, we, we actually just had one of the couples over the other night um, spontaneously. They yeah, just pretty, stopped by yes. with some DQ because that's what we like about Texas. <laughs> and... Um, you know, it was it was really great to get to sit down and and talk, and we have talked, but to sit down together mm-hmm. and talk and mm-hmm. break bread and just have fellowship, like we really lean into the word koinonia. And I won't give you a, a huge Greek lesson, but that's my favorite word in any language. It means intentional fellowship, and that's what our life group is: is intentional fellowship. There's literally a plaque that one of our members made that hangs above our kitchen that says, welcome to the Koinonia house. And it's because of the intentionality that we have in our group. And that's what's helped us through all of this is knowing that the moment we can come back and do these things, that we will. That it's not going to be a chore for us to go back to meeting together. I think the word commune was thrown around once or twice. I'm always down for a good commune conversation. Yeah. For sure. Well, I also kind of asked around a little bit uh, about other people because some of the things that we love or hate about this whole process, people are on the opposite end of that. Yeah, just because our opinion is the only one that matters doesn't mean that we don't want to hear (laughs) what other people are talking about. It's ours. That's all we can say about it. But obviously one of the things that we heard over and over and over again was like not being able to have like church church we hate this online church is the worst (laughs) but um i think we've been watching a lot of parks just just actually finished it again i think i mean we haven't hated online church but i think for many people it's it's just not enough it's not enough That's fair. for a lot of people. That's fair. And I think I can resonate that with that some in that now I hadn't been to live worship in months yeah. before all this started because, like I said, children's wing. And yep. so I don't get to do that. But, um, man, like standing in the same room and worshiping with people. Yeah. Has, like that's been hard to not have. Yeah. And not just for me, for like lots and lots of people. Lots of people are tired of Zoom meetings. Oh, Lots yeah. of people are tired of, you know, just all the Skype stuff and especially kids with teachers, like oh, all man. the Zoom yes. meetings yes. for their children. It's overwhelming. Um, and there are a lot of people who have had a hard time 
And I don't think it's selfish that like social calendars have all been put on hold and dropped. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of people who find that they can express their identity in certain social situations such as dancing or game nights or, you know, things like that. All that's been it's non-essential, except for a lot of people, they don't feel it. That it is non-essential. For a lot of people, that feels like it's very important in order to keep up their mental, right. like, emotional well-being. And um, and then what makes it even harder is when you see, like, you're trying to give up those things because you're being told that's the right thing to do. But then you see people around you who aren't. Yeah. Who are just like, no, I'm going to do it anyway. And yep. then you have all this judgment, like, yeah. I'm giving it up. Why are you not giving Absolutely, it up? yeah. And your, like, older brother to the prodigal comes out a little bit. I found myself doing that. Um, People are ready to eat in restaurants again. Big time. Big time people are. Which, I mean, I went to Burger King hundreds of times. It's on my way to the church. Like, during this? Yeah, the drive-in was open. Well, now I'm judging you. I would would much rather go through the drive-thru than go into Burger King, so... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's always a better idea. Yeah. Um, lo- here's one. Lots of people miss hugs. Um, yes, our pastor is a hugger. Yeah. Big time. I don't. I don't miss him. Yeah, we haven't hugged since this whole thing started. No, not once. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't. I there's somebody posting a gif or something where it's like somebody running behind somebody like <laughs> in a sneaky fashion. Yeah. And then ambush hug attacking them they're yeah. like this is me after quarantine and i'm like please don't <laughs> yeah, well, please don't do that to me i don't want to do that do you remember seeing the movie demolition man we have it yeah. if not oh, we can yeah. we can yes. watch that basically documentary <laughs> from the future um you know they they have a whole system of no physical touch mm-hmm. based on germ theory on yeah yeah virology and stuff like that like it's it's crazy. Do you think? No, there's just no way. I don't there know. Are I don't know. Who need I to touch think, people? Well, see, and also, well, actually, all people need to touch people. That's documented. Also, we had that toilet paper scare, right? And they have the three shells, and like that's a whole, <laughs> that's a whole thing in that movie. It's like what now are, I need to watch this again. You're three, right. What are the three shells? I think it's a fancy bidet. <laughs> I'm just gonna put it out there. Um, but it has to be. Like, you just look at that, and I'm like. I know that there are some people that think that, oh, we're just never going to touch again. I don't think that that's it, but I think things will be different going forward. Mm-hmm. And for some people, it's like, you know, flights after 9-11 were never the same. I think that intimacy after COVID is going to change. I don't know that it's going to be necessarily as drastic, but I think that it will well, change a little bit. we've seen a little bit of change. So, so like younger moms do not appreciate people kissing their babies. And, you know, and that's been generational. Yeah. That's been changing slowly but surely. So maybe we see that carry forward a little bit into adult I, th- adult I think so. I think we will. Um, but, I mean, hey, these are just some of the things. This is a very small, non-exhaustive sampling, list. one could say. Ooh, sampling. Yes. Do you yeah. like that one? Um, I don't hate it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but these are just a few things that we personally – and also from our community, would like to see go away. Yeah, pass. Yeah, thank you, quarantine. Um, bye, Rona. Out with the old. Get out of here. Yes. You Shake the dust. Shake the dust. Yes, that's them, the spiritual way to say it. Them haters out of here. 
All right, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, it's the quarantine happies, pulling out all the good stuff that has come from our time in lockdown and probably stuff you can still pull out today as we're, well, we're, we're still there, aren't we? Still there. Stick around. Hey, everyone. I'm Hector Mirai. And this is Faith and Fandom 180 on LTN Radio. So low-key, I'm a t-shirt hoarder. I hold on to t-shirts like nobody's business. And I get them all the time because I speak at summer camps. They give you shirts. I go to Comic-Cons. A lot of times you get shirts there too. I work with a church that has shirts and gives out shirts for different events. I make my own shirts. And for beyond that... I had subscribed to Loot Crate for like five years, two different subscriptions. So I got like two shirts a month, every month for five years. It's a lot. And over the last, you know, decade of my life, my weight and size has fluctuated both positively and negatively. And the reality is um, some of these shirts I haven't worn in over a year. And some of these shirts I haven't been able to wear in over a year. And after Christmas, I came to the realization I couldn't fit any more clothes in my closet because I just straight up had too many shirts. And, you know, I loved some of the humor on them. I loved some of the memories, like from two churches that I worked at ago, the youth group shirt from that one retreat, or, oh, haha, funny Dr. Who shirt that um, wouldn't fit my left thigh right now. Um, It's, it was a thing. And I had to come to realize If I was going to be able to actually function as an adult, I was going to have to get rid of some of these clothes that I used to wear. And it really reminds me of this verse in Ephesians 4, verses 22 through 24. It says this, You were taught with regard to your former way of life to put off your old self, which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires, to be made new in the attitude of your minds, and to put on the new self created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. And Paul is telling the Ephesian church that if they want to be able to receive the new life, the righteousness and holiness that Christ offers us, they had to be able to actually put off their old selves. And the reality was for my closet, I had to be able to actually get rid of something old to make room for what's new. And some of us really need to take stock of what's in our lives and see that some things in our lives need to be moved away and out of the way so God can do new things in us and through us. Remember to catch Faith and Fandom 180 every Wednesday morning on the Back Road Morning Show, only on LTN Radio. And if you'd like to learn more about what Faith and Fandom does, head over to our new website, faithandfandom.org, where you can learn more about our podcasts, Comic-Con ministry, memes, and our book series that has seven volumes out with more on the way. I'm Hector Mirai, and thank you for spending the last 180 seconds with me. Welcome back to Church Nerds Rewind, where we are going through the quarantine crappies and happies from this 
classic episode from Bubba and Anna. And uh, they've already gone through their big list of crappies to commiserate along with. And coming up in this segment here, we've got the opposite list, the quarantine happies. Hey, it's it's a reality that we're all having to deal with. Uh, even still, even still many, many months after this episode was originally airing, uh, having to deal with lockdowns. I myself am in lockdown for two weeks because I finally caught the thing. So, you know, we, we all need to be reminded of, of the good stuff that comes out of these times. Let's go. Hey guys, we're back. Uh, the church nerds are yeah. back. If you are just now turn, tuning in on backrowradio.com mm-hmm. or on the Heard Live 365 app. Uh, I have, that's an app that I have. Yeah, what hey. Are the, what cool. are the odds? Wow, that's amazing. Anyway, last mm. segment, if you didn't hear, we were talking about the difficult things I did, about I did self-isolation. And conversely, because we don't want to leave you guys on a bad note, mm-hmm. we are going to talk about the positive things that may have been come to light. So we like to say it is the happy to your crappies. Happies and crappies. Happies and crappies. Not high-low, which is the tired church camp phrase. Yeah. I'm tired of it. Maybe it's not tired, but I'm tired of it. I don't even know. Maybe they still use that? I think they do. Because I'm starting to think of like... Maybe it's a generational thing. Well, and that's the thing, right? It's like I'm thinking... Maybe it's like out with Gideon Bibles. I'm thinking maybe... Maybe church counselors now learn that in orientation, maybe? This has a thing, been a thing I that was know. done. Anyway, okay, so it's easy to think about, like, we listed a few, but there's probably, like, a billion um, that we could have named and we didn't because things have just been challenging. But and also those things are Voldemort. <laughs> but the thing about pressure is that it develops things in us. This is a spiritual, biblical concept that the testing of your faith develops perseverance and it builds our like character. Like in Calvin and Hobbes, his dad, anytime he makes him do something horrible, he's like, it builds character. And he's I like, love that Burr. you made an immediate jump from the Bible to, to Calvin, Calvin and Hobbes. Hobbes. I this think is it's why, natural. This is, why we, this is why we're married. This so, is it. yeah. Anyway, I think that we've seen some things Good. Come out of this. And so what do we want to carry forward? Are they things that we had that are new things that we discovered? Are there or are they things that we're rediscovering that we didn't know we'd been missing kind of thing? Mm. Um, There's I think there's a little little bit of both. So. Well, well, well. Um, Well, why don't you start it off? Because you I mean, I'm I I came up with a lot of uh, a lot of the ideas for lamenting. Um, <laughs> You're negative. Well, yeah, anti. If I'm anti- being honest, it was harder to come up with the positive things. I think there's one thing that almost every person I talk to has said: nobody misses being like running at breakneck pace all the time. Yes, this whole time frame has forced us to slow down. It has forced us to slow down. It has been something that we have been needing. It's been something that our planet has been needing for a hundred years. You know? Yes, I I can remember. Uh, I think Oprah narrated um, a planet Earth or something mm-hmm. like that and talked about it. 
Probably so. And if Oprah said it. But, I mean, I think that for me personally, before self-isolation, we had something going on pretty much every day. Pretty much every day. Yeah. And many of those days we were out of the house for one thing or another. Which many people are out every day because they're working. But we are a homeschool family. Um, And still, we were out almost every day. And even just looking at a calendar that's full of things makes me feel anxiety and stresses me out. And so, or just knowing that I have something else to do today and I'm planning you know, like, when am I going to take my shower and, like, even be ready to so be you, presentable? You don't sometime. put that on the calendar. Um, I Not on the calendar. I put it on my to-do list. I'm being really? That's a good for idea. real with you guys. Sometimes, like, showering is on a checklist of things that I must do because I get a little funky I got smelling to, sometimes. I got to the point <laughs> here in quarantine where I, I didn't have to put it on a calendar. Because Your body was just reminding yeah, you. Yeah, I mean, like, here, yeah. here was my gauge. And maybe you're with me on this, or maybe you can use this going forward. This one's free. I'm not going to charge you for it. When I, because I sit at a desk for 300 hours mm-hmm. a day, editing video and creating mm-hmm. online content and blah, 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 blah. Zoom meetings. All of that junk, right? Because I'm a nerd, and this is what nerds do. So when, um, whenever I would move my mouse... Mm-hmm. And I could smell my armpit. Ew, gross! That was I, w- I would literally That's not nasty. even. I'm not even joking. <laughs> I would say, if I was in a meeting or whatever, um, once we got to a stopping point, or I would just say, "Hey guys, I'll be right back. I'll go take a shower." <laughs> um, so that was that was my um, my barometer, uh, my my red alert, Your litmus test. Yeah. As it I didn't were. have it on a calendar, but well, the I mean, was looking out for me. Bless up. I mean, it's kind of always been that way for me. Having lots of small children, sometimes, especially when they're babies, you figure out that you just need less showers than you ever thought you did. But that's yeah. all. That's all like way off topic. Is it though? I used to shower daily. Like every day, I took a shower. I know. Yeah, and I know. Did mm-hmm. not happen during quarantine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think, yeah, I've loved just the less. And almost no days do we have something going on. And this is really unpopular probably, yeah. especially considering we talked last segment about people wanting to get together for church, people wanting to do all these things together, where I'm like, I kind of love that church yeah. is you know, 45 minutes to an hour and then it, You're done. then we're done. Um, and, and we don't have Wednesday night stuff. Like we have other things that we're publishing online, but it's a more at our pace and I do them together with the kids. And you just said that today. Like we I, I passed you in the hallway and you're like, I'm just really glad that we're not having to drive up to the church right now. I know because for us being church workers, any church event is it's not a show up and then leave. It nah. is like you're there opening doors and then you're there locking Shut doors. Shut that mother down. Cleaning all of the things, making sure everything is set up for the next group that needs to be there, yep. etc. And it's a really long, drawn out process and it's exhausting. And I'm, I've been just, I, I know that's not going to continue, but I've just been soaking it in. Oh, yeah. And eating it up. And I think that all of us... I realized that having that we need to fight for margin in our yeah. lives a little bit harder and maybe say like don't it's it's going to be hard to balance as we can be around each other again mm-hmm. not 
filling ourselves up to here again and taking some of this time that we're like, man, I didn't know I needed this, you know? Yeah. I don't, I don't think that anybody would really argue with that. Um, but I mean, I know that a lot of people are ready to get back to it, but it has been good to just not have to, Mm -hmm. you know? Not that we're not doing ministry. It's not that we're not, you know, discipling people. It's just. I think to an extent, some of it comes from whether your attitude is, we, I don't have to do this or I don't get to do this. Because if you're like, I don't get to. Yeah. Oh, man. Now I feel mad about it. Now Absolutely. I suddenly feel a void where it's like, you don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's like, oh, awesome. It's, yeah, we're going to be fine. <laughs> um. You, one of the things you mentioned that you appreciated was that we're doing different stuff. Yes, we most certainly are. And so here's the deal. The church for a very long time, and I know this because like I mentioned before and I've mentioned in every episode, I've been a part of it for a while and that's like in an official capacity. So we have been going to church and doing church our whole lives. Mm -hmm. And so we've seen it. We've, we've understood what's happening And in some way, shape, or form, I personally have worked in church technology, heavy air quotes around that second word, because sometimes it is tech and sometimes it's making tapes, um, which is, you know, diet tech, um, Um, tech light. You said that all technology is technology. That's what you said last episode. That was in the past. Last episode. That was in the past. Come on. You know anything about technology? What did you say, like that the wheel is technology or something? I can't remember what you said. I mean, so anyway, it's like you start to think about these things, and I am very grateful that the church has had to been stretched in this Mm -hmm. time. Like we have had to adapt. No longer can we look at the way that we have been doing things, and that's okay. Because here's the deal. The people are no longer – sitting in our church seats or in the pews coming to the building at all, they're just not there. So the Mm -hmm. major thing that most churches do, some churches only meet once a week. They just have Sunday morning service. Mm -hmm. Now you can't do that thing that you've always been doing the the way that that you've been doing it. Yeah. And I, I think there, that's the like extremely small operation side of it. We're mid-size. We're like a small to mid. Yeah, our church runs about 800 to 900 people on a Sunday. I think there are things on a technology level or at least online platform level um, that we've been backburnering for a long time. We've oh, been yeah. putting off um, because there wasn't value seen in those things. Or it's like, yeah, it sure. It was novel. We're sure that there is value in it, but we feel it would be best to focus our efforts in this other area, yeah. which you always have to prioritize things. But suddenly um, we've seen the shift where it's like, let's let's pursue that. But, you know, and, and starting to get better yep. at some of those things, like developing these a better. Um, I, I think it's a good thing because ultimately, even before this all happened, there are there are people who only come online and starting to think through how do we shepherd yeah. In an online capacity. Absolutely. Which has that's what you've been doing for a very long time, mm-hmm. even before Love Thy Nerd, before the previous organization Game Church that you were with, before yeah. any of that, you had been had this concept of shepherding people online. Um and now it's just necessary. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we 
we've been using this phrase. This is what we've been training for, like nerds around the world. Like this is what we've been working on. But in in the church sense, and me bringing that idea, and I, I don't even want to use the word expertise, though I have been doing it for a while. But just just this idea that um, it's it's not just this novel idea of people are online. It's it's not just this idea of well, an online service would be good for for some of our members that might miss that Sunday. Yeah, it's, it's a like, sick church. Yeah, that's sick or vacation church. This this is not a safety net. This isn't. This is us reaching to the ends of the earth because that's what the internet does. Is it just goes out? Um, and so it's been good for me to see that develop and you know to be a part of that and to look at the things that that God has allowed me to be in our church to build it up so that it was ready to go, even though we didn't know it when this hit. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, okay, yeah, no, we can do these things. We have these tools. We've hired these people. We we have these ideas. We can do these things, and we can produce them fairly quickly. Mm-hmm. You know, we've we've started to to work in this direction, and I love what our church has been doing, and I love how even our church has progressed from when we started mm-hmm. quarantine to where we are now to the things that we've been talking about over the next you know month of of finishing out for our church for this. And so for me, the the bullet point that I wrote down was it's it's good to see us letting go of some tradition for tradition's sake. We've always done it this way. And that's just, it just can't be the case because there's going to come a time where our church staff read this book called Canoeing the Mountains. Mm-hmm. And I forget the name of the author, um, but the whole idea was about the journey of Lois and Clark. And not the Superman show. We're talking about <laughs> actual Lois and Clark. Um, not Lois and Clark. Lewis. Louis. Louis yeah. and Clark. Um, right. And so the idea was that I believe it was the Appalachian Trail that they they were going through and that they were trying to map out. And they took Sacagawea with them and all that stuff. You guys are kind of familiar, I'm, I'm guessing, with the base story. Um, but what happened was they had been canoeing through all these places and up rivers and all this stuff. And they get to the top of a crest and they look over the side and the terrain is vastly different. Mm -hmm. Almost everything is different from what a, they expected. They expected to basically find what they were looking for on the other side of that mountain. Once they, they, you got over the the top of the crest there and it just created a a bunch of new challenges for Mm -hmm. them. So this it's idea not even plan B, there was, there no, was no, there was, the plan. there was no plan letter that involved what they saw. Mm, on nope. The, yeah. No appendix, no addendum, nothing, nothing that would fix this other than taking the plan that they had, scrapping it. And what they basically did was they left their canoes behind and then continued to traverse and go through the terrain and deal with the problems that were ahead of them mm-hmm. instead of trying to deal with the problems ahead of them the same way they did the problems behind them. Because that strategy was just not going to work, so they had to cut their losses. Yeah, yeah. and so I'm not saying that, hey, let's throw the baby out with the bathwater here. Like, we don't need tradition. Like, our our religion is based on tradition. It is. We have what we have because of the things that have happened. So I'm not saying that, but to me, it's very exciting to see the church adapt. To like, and this is, I'm not even talking like just globally, whatever, like my church, 
to watch us adapt to a problem and to meet the needs of our community and people around the world because we are no longer a church of just these four walls or whatever. Like Mm -hmm. if we even thought that we were, that has been blown out of the water since we have gone into the online church model, Mm -hmm. Um, which will not be the be all end all, but it's allowing us even now to have conversations about, man, how, how can we take this lightning in a bottle and use it going forward? Yeah. Because to, we've developed all of these things and then to, to not carry them forward would actually be irresponsible because you've, you know, you've built a thing. I, I see that as like, you you develop um there's this a uh, weird disney island that had all these birds and stuff on it uh like i'll we can link it or something but basically they 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 made a thing to be part of a disney experience and then it didn't work out the way they wanted to and then it just got abandoned oh, so then there's yeah. all this infrastructure yep. and it's very strange it was just sitting there and then it's a waste and so i think in likewise for many churches to have built this sort of infrastructure it's not going to stay the same because all the people who are making all the content are going to have to move on to different things but you've built a thing we need to continue to utilize the thing or else it's just a ghost you know of a thing we don't want to create digital ghost towns for sure yeah for no reason so not unnecessarily yeah that's that's been a thing that i've really enjoyed yeah i think that to kind of piggybacking on that is that we've we've seen certain skills develop or certain niches mm-hmm. develop and that um I think some people can continue in those there are a lot of people when we were asking online they have either picked up an old skill or they've learned a new skill and for a lot of people it's like baking um even fitness things or art um because we have the time to do this and yeah. once you have knowledge and you're developing skill that goes with you for the rest of your life if you play your cards right. Yeah. So that's, I think, awesome. You know? Yeah. If I have a YouTube craft channel, that it will have been birthed um, from COVID-19. So we can, you know, future world, you can just look back on this time and feel yeah. grateful. <laughs> I mean, it's we say all the time, necessity is the father in, of invention, right. you yeah. know? So, like, I, I think that this has proven that to be, to be true. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the last thing for me is that I would just, I would like to continue out of this, taking it with us. I mean, just like letting it be a beacon that shines, that nerd culture matters. So much of the stuff that, that I talked about earlier and will continue to talk about and herald and champion is that we, the nerds, online gaming, board game culture, whatever, people that spend their time in an online space we had been training for this moment without knowing that this is what we were training for. This wasn't the reason that we spent all of our time online, but it was because how we were spending that time that we were able to look at this and go, oh yeah, no, we, we could totally stream this or we could totally do it this way or whatever. I started seeing a lot of the things that were happening in nerd culture start to happen in church and or secular culture like everything had to move online well it's so it's sort of it wasn't necessarily training but there was already kind of a lifestyle going on that involved yeah training things is a that loose other people term. were having to pick up and are now becoming 
a lifestyle. So I think I think that why you resonate with this so much is that it's, you know, something that you always saw value in that certain other demographics are just now seeing some value in. Yeah, these were things like some of the like streaming. Like these were things that we had to convince people was a good idea when it's like I'm there are hundreds of thousands of people daily. Millions of people, I'm like a single stream, hundreds of thousands of people that will watch somebody play a video game. And that's just a stupid video game. How many people, if done right, would experience Jesus and his love and the power of salvation if we could present it right in an online space? And it's like, oh, well, you know, maybe, I don't know. Well, I guess we could try it, you know. If it fails, then, you know, we'll say we told you so. But it's like we're coming out of this now and we can look at that and go, no, I think I think we've learned from these things. Like, even <laughs> President Trump said today in one of the um, one of the, uh, the the COVID updates that he was doing was, you know, he thanked the nerds. Like specifically, he said, I think they're called nerds. You know, like, you know, it was he he said that. <sighs> now I want to hear this. I didn't hear it. Yeah, and he, he was talking about like the ventilators and stuff like that. And this is not a political statement. This is just like facts of what was said. So, um. He thanked the nerds for being able to figure out ventilators and how to get all that stuff going. And he was like, we wouldn't have known how to do that. Yeah. I had to lean on the nerds. And, you know, I I appreciated that phrase that came out of his mouth in that moment because I think that other people need to be aware that we had a lot to offer in this situation. And what I would hate to see is, again, for us to come out of this and then just go, okay, well, you know, go ahead and play your little video games, nerd. It's like, well, but it's so much more than that. Like we, this is, this is a way that that manifests is by playing video games. But remember the value in online community when it was all you had for some people, for some nerds, some people in the nerd culture, that is all they have every day. So I just want to put that out there that. I would love to see that appreciation of nerd culture move forward after this. Um, but hey, enough about what you care about, Anna, for the love. What about our people on Facebook? What have they been saying? Uh, well, I mean, they said kind of some of the – I tried to summarize a little bit of it. What we saw a lot was just loving, spending time with family. I think a lot of the stay-at-home um, parents yep. really enjoyed not being alone in parenting. Okay. You know – for the bulk of the day. A lot of us love having another person in the house. Yeah, we'll joke on you because I work at home all the time. So, um, uh, Just family time. A lot of people were appreciative of family, family time. I think there are a fair amount of people who are really have loved how alleviating all of the busyness, all of the frantically getting to somewhere and the toll that that's taken on um, the air we breathe and the resources that we consume <laughs> yeah. and how yeah. many people are on a road. Um, people are like, this traffic is amazing, right? <laughs> Seeing skylines is cool. My favorite meme is the the anti-pollution, anti-air pollution memes that are out there. That's like, hey, people are staying home and now we can see X, Y, Z. My favorite of those is... Oh, people are staying at home more, and it's just so great to see the Star Wars credits. 
Yeah. And like the, <laughs> the credits of, in the sky. Because no light pollution. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is interesting. And as much as I want to carry that forward, I it's not going to because ultimately human beings are selfish and we'll do whatever we can for like convenience is king. Yeah. Um, but it's it's been it's been interesting to see the impact that that busyness has had and yeah. that, and hopefully that might change the way we do a few things going forward. I think that that would be a healthy step for culture to make. Yeah. Um obviously um everybody's really excited to get back to being together, but just the simplicity has yeah. been that was overwhelmingly the exciting, wonderful thing for most people. I think the one answer that really was cool I um, was a member of our community by the name of Chris Poirier, who was talking about how he's going to be really excited that you said his name correctly. Yeah, you're welcome. You're yeah. welcome, Chris. I just call him Crispy because mm-hmm. it just well, it's easier that way. He was saying that actually, even though it's been kind of ouchy and kind of hurts that that's something that he hopes to carry forward is his awareness of the people around him yeah. in his community and to carry forward that empathy and that um I the bible calls it being tender-hearted yeah. actually so we're like oh tender-hearted and we think precious moments figurines or whatever but really when something is tender that's almost never a good thing yeah unless um, it's meat it, yeah, well, it it means something hurts. Like yeah. you just heightened sensitivity to everything. Yeah. Um, and I don't think we need to go too overboard with that. But that's what he's hoping to carry forward is his is the tender heartedness that yeah, this has. Yeah, I think he specifically said broken heart. Like that that his yeah, heart would know. stay uh, broken for his people and the people in his community, which I think is absolutely fantastic. We need to come out of this better than when we went into it. That's the that's the be all end all. Um, we mentioned a couple episodes ago that our pastor used the phrase that we don't want to return to normal. We want to get back to better. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's really what we should be doing. We should take and learn from these things. Like we talked about in the previous segment, what are the things that we do not want to carry out of this? And what we were talking about here, whether we mentioned your thing or not, what are the things that you do want to carry out of this that are positive mm-hmm. leave behind the bad take the good and this is how we probably should be dealing with every event and thing that happens in our life um, but we don't really stop and think about it we just experience it and move on sometimes it changes us sometimes it doesn't this is a thing that happened to the world mm-hmm. we have to like we just have to come out of this thing for the better All right, it's Church Nerds Rewind. We're going to take one final break, but don't go anywhere just yet because coming up next, Bubba and Anna give you their nerdy recommendation for the week. And uh, that's something you're not going to want to miss, so stick around. What up, nerd? Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. We hope you're enjoying it. But hey, did you know that Love Thy Nerd airs almost all of its podcasts first on LTN Radio? That's right. LTN Radio is your home for the best Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie music. 
And it's also the place to go to hear Love Thy Nerds content before it reaches the podcast feed. In addition to that, Love Thy Nerd creates a lot of content that's exclusive to LTN Radio that you're missing out on. So go check out LTNOnAir.com and listen for yourself. You can also download the Live 365 app on your smartphone and search in favorite LTN Radio or enable the LTN Radio skill on your Echo devices and simply ask Alexa to play Love Thy Nerd. Now let's get you back to that podcast. Welcome back to Church Nerds Rewind as we're about to wrap up the show for the day. We hope you've enjoyed this classic episode, episode 15 of Church Nerds, brought to you by Bubba Nana. Uh, this was recorded around the, the midway point of the year last year. Uh, but before we go, we've talked enough about the quarantine. Before we go, they do have their nerdy recommendation of the week. So let's hear that. Well, we are back with Church Nerds, and today for our nerdy recommendation of the show, I we were kind of at a loss because it just, like, what would fit with the content of the show? It, we could have recommended another game, we could have recommended another app, we could have done a whole bunch of things, but what we, and by we I mean me, um, what I wanted to do was, I'm going to kind of encourage you to go and support your local game store. And you may not even know what your local game store is, or if you have one, chances are that you do. Most towns, cities, um, uh, other places, they have local game stores. I think sometimes you don't realize it's a game store, cer- certain ones, a comic book shop. Comic book shops. Um, <laughs> Some of them sell like... Vaping yeah. stuff. Um, we're not here to get into any of we're that. We're not, but there. Sometimes, a lot, many times, they do they, a whole bunch yeah. of different things. So definitely ours. I actually, that's where I get um, for my fabric. When I store my fabric, the best way to keep yeah. it is kind of like I make my own little bolts with comic board, yep. comic book like. Backing, yeah, I don't know what they're age. called, but yeah. I I buy them from the game store. Absolutely, you do because <laughs> they're because they do comic books as well. Yeah, and so find the the store in your area um, and support them, and this may help you get into playing games with your family. I know that our our particular one that you're talking about, Hoods Games and Things, they they actually sell comic books. They sell video games, new school and old school. And they sell board games. It's like, I mean, you could generalize it as being like an entertainment um, store, much like Hastings. Did. Is, is wow, Hastings rip. still a thing? No. Okay. No way. Well, there I, there were a few stores like that. Yeah. That um, maybe your local game store is just a GameStop even. I don't know. A GameStop or a Target or wherever. I don't, even I don't know. Even if you don't typically go to one of these stores and you're like, I don't even know what I would buy. 
If you go into one, I guarantee you'll find something interesting. Yes, they yeah, are yeah. fascinating, even just for people watching sake sometimes. Yeah, and I'm not saying go in there and, <laughs> and drop a couple hundos on it, but I mean, just it would be good because they were considered non-essential businesses during this whole quarantine, and so a lot of them had to close their doors if they if they weren't set up for online shopping, they were toast. Mm -hmm. um, so I say that with a grain of salt, right? Like you may not even be able to go and shop at your local gaming store, but some of them are doing curbside pickup. And I know you think that's something that the grocery store and Walmart does, but like I said, we've had to adapt. The world has had to adapt to these times. Some places are even delivering to your house. So you can order your Dungeons and Dragons dice. You and can get them delivered to you. Yeah, box Sweet. straps. Um, I have made it a point to uh, to to support one of my friends' stores, and so these are people with Love Thy Nerd that we have we've become really close with, and we love them, and they are some of our really great friends in the industry. And whenever we see them, it is like it really legitimately is like old friends getting together. It's fantastic, and one of the ways that we've been able to love, and I've been able to love on them specifically. It's just by shopping once a month at their store. I actually just made uh, my purchase for this month yesterday. And so I'm, I'm excited to, to support them and to get in there and love on them. And that's an easy way that you can show somebody that you care um, is just by buying their stuff. And I promise you, like Anna said, you will find something in one of those stores you just got to get out there and go. And hey, if you need any recommendations, let us help you with that. You can send us an email, churchnerds at lovethynerd.com. And I would love to sit down and just kind of tailor some games to your needs. Um, maybe you could pick something up that you could play with your family or your life group or some new friends or whatever, or just stuff that you know your kids might enjoy. Uh, to keep them, you know, off of Fortnite for 15 minutes a day. Um, who knows? Uh, I don't because my kids don't play Fortnite. So. They do not. Um, they're currently grounded, but they would be playing the mess out of Animal Crossing, Animal Crossing, Mario and Maker, Smash Bros. Yeah, Smash Bros. Well, be sure to check us out online at lovethynerd.com for articles on all the nerdy things. Um, you can find the other podcasts that we have, um, some videos that we have, or if you want to directly support us financially. I wouldn't be Leave opposed that to up it. To you, uh, you could support our mission and become a financial partner mm -hmm. with Love Thy Nerd. You can go to lovethynerd.com slash give. Uh, we're a 501c3 organization, so yep. all your gifts are tax deductible. Qualifying nonprofit. You can also support us by designating Love Thy Nerd as your charitable organization on smile.amazon.com because we know you're buying all the things. Don't act like you're not. It's you, not toilet paper anymore. You definitely anymore. are. Yeah. It might be school supplies now. Oh, yeah. Something like that. But um, that is one of the ways that you can support us even a little bit it, you know, add it all together, it does add up to something. It does. Uh, we are on all the social media platforms at Love Thy Nerd. Um, and obviously on Back Row Radio. Yeah, we've talked Every about that. Friday morning at 10. You can find us Eastern. on Spotify. You can yep. find us on Apple Podcasts and stuff. So um, 
you know, if you find us that way, again, you're not going to get in quite as fast on the giveaway no. that but I want But we still to- do appreciate. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Or if, if you want to go back and listen to a past episode, we have we have those available. Yeah. And if you want to subscribe to any of those platforms and you can't remember anything, hopefully you can remember this. Get out your, your Palm Pilot, which really just means a pen and write it on your hand. Okay. Yep. Lovethynerd.com slash church nerds. It'll take you to our podcast page and it'll have all of our episodes and links for you to go and subscribe to, uh, I think we got Apple Podcasts, um, Spotify. Spotify, Stitcher, nope, not Stitcher, RSS Feed and Google Play Store. Those are the four that we have on there. So we kind of give you a little, little heads up and then you can find the rest from there. But we would love, love, love to hear from you. So do us a favor and head on over to lovethynerd.com slash churchnerds and engage with us there. That's going to do it for Church Nerds Rewind. Thank you so much for joining us today for this classic episode of Church Nerds. Bub and Anna are are uh, dealing with, with well, uh, should be having a new baby in it, any minute now. Any minute now. But we will hopefully hear from them again uh, in February. Stick with us. And remember, Jesus loves you, nerd.